Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast. Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Chris Woods. Putting STEM into every classroom, every day. Welcome back to the STEM Everyday Podcast. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Uh, As always, we try to find some really interesting people doing interesting STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math stuff in their classrooms, in their schools, with their kids, and and really just looking for great people that inspire uh, that kind of learning in kids, really being just good teachers, finding great ways to do that. And with us today, we have another great teacher doing some amazing things in, in South Florida. Nancy Penchiv joins us on the show today. Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast, Nancy. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. We are so happy to have you here. Uh, you can find Nancy on Twitter. She's a great follow. She's got neat uh, neat things that she's doing in her classroom and at her school, at Penchivable, so P-E-N-C-H-E-V, Penchiv, and then A-B-L-E. You are able to Penchiv, right? <laughs> yes, I am. So, so Nancy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, what kind, what kind of things you're doing there in uh, at Sheck Hillel Community School in uh, North Miami Beach, Florida? I, I'm sure it's you know dreadfully cold and and winter. <laughs> yeah, it's a little. It was chilly this morning. It was about 55 this morning, and heated uh, up to about 80s right now. Uh, and so it's a beautiful day here in South Florida, as always. You know, we yeah. have about two weeks of winter, but they're spread out like two days here and there over yeah, the whole have, entire we, winter. We have so, two weeks. Know. We have two weeks of summer in Michigan. That's the opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's it. So um, I teach um, in a room that we just opened up last April, and yeah. it's called the iLab. And the I does is not I as an iOS. Um, it's actually a capital I, and it stands for innovate and investigate and iterate and all of these uh, um, I action words that our kids do when they walk into our room. And we do um, project-based learning, sometimes with technology, sometimes without technology, um, based on what they're learning in their classroom. So we have um, fifth grade is working on some social studies projects right now where they are studying the 13 colonies and they're create, they came into my room, they're doing game-based learning with social studies and colonies and, now they're creating a broadcast. So they're either making a podcast, they're making a green screen movie, an animated movie, or um, a max simple show, um, explainer video, teaching something, a person, place, event, vocabulary word, something that other people need to know about um, oh. within their 13 colonies that they've been studying. So, so we're making those now and then we post them and share them with the other fifth grade so they all wow. get to learn together. Yeah, so you're you're kind of almost like the the sandbox where they go and get to try out everything, and and figure yep. out ways to to be creative and innovative and not just make a poster. Exactly, and in fact, my second grade is um, teaching about continents and maps and um, things that are on the map that you can find like oceans and prime meridian. And they came in and they've been they did their game based learning as well. And then I said, we have to make something. It was our maker unit. And I said, we can't use technology with this. You have to do it by hand. Oh. So um, I had well, pencils are technology. Um, well, <laughs> I don't think that many of them use pencils, actually. But okay. they, it was one group that did a mobile. And um, and my, my idea was poster. I started them off with poster. And I said, what else can you do? And one group did make a poster, but they made an interactive poster. So it's oh. a lift the flap. So you you see the video you see the picture of um of 
the continent or the ocean or whatever they have. And then you lift yep. the flap to learn more about it. So it's not okay. just a, a, a flat poster. There's more to it. Yeah. I have a 3D model being made out of crayons and rocks and all kinds of stuff, but I'm not really sure where it's going. And I'm not really <laughs> sure what it's going to look like when they finish, but that's completely their choice. And that's exactly. what they wanted to do. Mm. I had one group that is making a fake computer. And I said, <laughs> tell me more about this. I don't understand what a fake computer is. Well, they have a cardboard box because I have tons of Amazon boxes from all of the stuff that I order all the time. So <laughs> they have a flat Amazon box. It's going to be the screen. And we have white rolled paper. So they were putting yep. their facts on the paper so they can roll it through the screen. Oh. And we had an old computer that doesn't work anymore that someone had given us. So they flicked off all the keys and made a keyboard. Okay. And then they found a plastic um, cover that was on one of the robots that we have. And they made that into the mouse. And then they made the CPU. And they've connected all of this. And it's amazing. And I had no clue that they were, wow. this was not my idea. I, have, yeah. I still don't know how where they came up with it, but they have. And one group made a ceiling fan. I and it has on the <laughs> each side of the. Um, it's called. They called it a windmill. They changed it into a windmill. And on each side of the blades, there's facts about continents, oceans, uh -huh. maps, and stuff. And this is certainly not my idea. I right. didn't come up with this. It wasn't and on I, a list, a rubric of you know no, do one of these kids, right? Yeah. Because I don't. I don't have those. Because if I gave a kid the list, they would pick something from the list. And I don't want them to do that. I want yeah. them to pick up something that they are excited about. Yeah. So that's what they did. I started off by giving them, I said, let's brainstorm. And I put poster up there. And then they said, what about this? What about this? And so I kept adding. One group wrote a play. They wrote the, the whole class wanted wow. to do a play together. They didn't want to separate into small groups. They wanted to do a play. Yep. And so I, I actually filmed their play. So I, yep. I did put, I put some technology into it because I wanted everybody to see it. And, it's beautiful and amazing. And, and I had nothing to do with it. And it right. was great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm just listening. I'm, I'm thinking, wait, now what grade are these kids in? Second grade. Wow. Second graders. So, yep. so teachers, you're listening out there. Um, second graders can come up with a, a, a fake computer. Yeah. I mean, that's um, my first grade actually, um, they did maker based on, what they were learning about Thanksgiving in their class, because that was something they were learning about in November. Okay. So they came up with their own things. They came up with the four topics and they, they picked Christopher Columbus, food of Thanksgiving. We had been reading some Thanksgiving books. So they picked one of the books to do something about, and then they came up with how they were going to do it. And, and I have twins in first grade, two boys and, and they both, they're in different classes and they both picked Christopher Columbus to paint him. And they both did amazing jobs. And so I asked them afterward, did you know that you both picked Christopher Columbus? And they just laughed and laughed and they're like, no. But they both had beautiful paintings. One did a giant one and one did a small one. Wow. But they were yeah. beautiful paintings. Yeah. And so the kids created, they used clay, they used Legos, they used whatever they could find around our room and made beautiful things. And again, it's not me. And that's yeah. what I try to do is I say, I want you to have a broadcast about animals that you're learning about in science class yep what do you think that could look like and they can they'll say oh can we use the green screen sure can we use legos can we do the stick bot sure there you go yeah exactly and, I, and then i back up and i'm like how can i help you and they're like no we're good we're good yep you're that you're, so, you're, you're just that that resource that yep. you're you're providing the space for those kids to do something now i'm, th I'm sure a lot of teachers are thinking to themselves 
you know, I, I don't have somebody in my school that's, you know, just focused on just doing that for, for my kids. But, but any teacher could do any of those things. And if you just provide some materials and say, hey, go at it, kids, um, and be willing, be willing for things to not work out right, too, because exactly. sure not everything works, right? Yeah, we made um, a video this week, in fact, of, with kindergarten. They've been studying Florida animals. We had five different animals. We read books. We watched movies. We took notes. And then they made a paper bag puppet, and I videoed them with their paper bag puppet telling their most important fact about that animal. And I'll use my brand new microphone plugged into the iPad, and then I went to listen to it that afternoon to make sure everything was good before I shared it with the parents, and there was no sound at all. Uh. And so I was like, well, okay. So I just cut it down and had like a picture of each kid in the video. And so I showed them the video when I saw them. That happened last week. So this week they came in and I showed them the video and I said, I'm sorry. And they said, well, can we record the sound now? And I said, yeah, we could. And they said, can we record the sound now? And I said, well, come on up. So they took turns and some of them didn't want to record and that was fine. But the ones who wanted to record their, their fact, because it was important to them to let people know that there were seven kinds of sea turtles and that yeah. turtles have flippers and that bears can run and jump and climb. So the ones who wanted to came up and we recorded their little snippet. Five seconds is all they did. And that's all they needed to do. So wow. it worked out. It was amazing. And that was, I, I apologized to them. I'm like, guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And they're like, oh, and then they said, well, why can't we do it now? And I said, I don't know. Why can't we do it now? And exactly. they said, let's do it. Okay, exactly. And, and as teachers, I mean, that's, that's such a great lesson. You know, if, if, if you just say, oh, we'll get to it later, uh, you're not going to get to it later. If, yep. if you say, well, yeah, that sounds like a really good idea, but I don't have time because I got to fit in this curriculum or, yep. or something like that. It's that stopping. And, and honestly, I think a lot of things probably in, in the real world, I mean, products and, and things that are getting designed and engineered. I mean, those people that are working on those, they're willing to just stop and say, wow, I found something that really works. Let's, let's take this off in a whole different direction. So yeah. you used a bunch of, you used a bunch of words you said as your eye lab, you said, innovate, <laughs> investigate, um, iterate, ideate, just a lot of coming up with ideas. We're coming up with ideas. We write them yeah. down and yep, then exactly. we investigate what's going on with that thing that they're interested in. Can we do that? And I never say no. And I never give an answer usually because sometimes I really don't know. And we that takes making, training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, have I have practice. no idea. There's a lot. I tell my teachers all the time. I, there's no way I can know all of these different programs that I'm exposing the kids to. I can't know everything about it. Right. I do robotics with fourth grade and, and I teach an after school robotics class. We actually do robots in every grade, but we have Lego robotics in fourth grade. Oh, there you go. And, yep. and, and I don't know how to do all of that. I can't. It, it's taking me like three weeks to build one thing for their mission. <laughs> and then the science teacher comes in. I'm like, can you just do this? And she's like, pop, pop, pop. There it is. I'm like, okay. That's but awesome. it's not, it's not my skill. This is not something that I'm good at. But what I do is I give them what I know. I know that the wheel is 18 centimeters. So that means one rotation of the wheel is 18 centimeters. Yeah. So go measure that and see how far you need to go. And now you know what to do. Yeah. So I give them what I know and then I teach them to keep looking and investigate. And this yeah. week they were making an animated movie and they were saying, can I add my voice? And I said, I don't know. Yeah. And they said, well, what do I do? And I said, touch all the buttons and see what happens. And <laughs> they touched one and it said, add voice. And they said, there it is. And I said, 
yes, you can add your voice. You just yeah. touch that little button right there. And yeah. so then they went off and recorded. And and then they came back and they said, wait, there's nothing there. And I said, well, see how fast you have your movie going? It's over in two seconds. If you slow it down, will the voice show up? And they said, I don't know. And I said, well, let's try it. So they slowed it down go. and sure enough, there was their voice and they were finished. There you go. So it's, it's a lot of a lot of play involved. You you have yeah. to play. Yeah. And, and kids need that. They need to not mm-hmm. just be, here's the work. Here's the answers. Here's what I expect you to get. It's, it's giving them that, that freedom to, to create, to innovate, to, to be, um, and freedom to fail too. And that's, yeah. that's great. What you're, what you're doing there, Nancy. Again, we're talking with Nancy Penchiv, uh, a, basically a teacher with just all sorts of incredible technology and ideas, getting those kids to innovate. Um, let me, let me ask you this, Nancy, uh, you, you see these kids every day. I mean, you're, you're working with all sorts of kids. They come into your classroom and then, and then they leave, right? They go back to the regular, mm-hmm. the regular classroom. The regular class, yes. The air, air quotes there on that one. So, um, but they must love being in your classroom. What, what, what just like gets them so excited about, about STEM and stuff like that? They love the fact that it's unstructured. Yeah. That it's fun that they're guiding their learning. Um, and they helped me with that. I was having, we were trying to do centers and every time they came in, they would, um, my fifth grade would, everybody actually was doing it um, centers from kindergarten through fifth grade. And they would try to move to the next table and people would forget where they were at. And they were like, I don't right. know what to do. I don't know. And so one of the fifth graders said, what if you just gave me a list of what I need to do and you let me just bring it to where I want to sit and do it there. And right. I said, that's interesting. Tell me more. So we, we kept working on it with the whole class. And we and one of my fifth grade classes, I have five, and one of them just, they said, I, I need this to be more organized for me. I need this to be better for me. And so we came up with a menu of items. And so I literally turned the whole iLab into cafe iLab. And I had <laughs> tablecloths. I had the black and white checker, to- checker cloth, tablecloth things. Wow. And I had I had menus. I ordered menus from restaurant restaurant menus to put in there so they could open it up and see what they were supposed to be working on. And, wow. and they would pick their item and then they would start working on that item. And it was so much smoother. We had no missed time of learning because yeah. they knew what to do. There was no downtime of the first five or 10 minutes of class figuring out where, what table you go to. When some classes I have 45 minutes, some classes I have 30 so you were wasting, you know, one third of your class just finding where you were going to sit. Exactly. So now yeah. they walk in, sit down, grab it, start looking, figure out what they're doing, go get it, and do the work. You 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 innovated. They didn't know. I allowed. I I, I begged them to tell me how to make it better, <laughs> make it work. and they did because yeah, I give them exactly. that voice and I give them that choice, and then they get to take on their learning, and they then do. they're like, "Well, I'm in charge. I have to make sure." And yeah. they know what our end goal is. They know that the they're making a broadcast or they're making a Lego something. Yep. They have to learn what they need to learn in order to make that. You, you, Nancy, you're giving them a structure of framework mm-hmm. within to work with so that they have some, some level of, I know I'm supposed to head it in this direction. And, and teachers, that's, that's so important, but to give them that voice too, Nancy, that's, that's great. That opens their minds up to so many ways that, you know, I, I often think, you know, I mean, there's all these stories about robots, right? In the future, the technology and the robots are coming and they're going to take all of our jobs, right? Yep. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think the robots are going to take the jobs of your kids because 
because your kids are creative and, and, and those robots are just not going to be able to do what, what your kids can do, what you're teaching them. That's awesome. But that's why I have to do that because they have to have skills where they are able to design their own work yeah. and create their environment that they're successful in. Yeah. And I have to give them those skills. I teach, I don't teach them how to do a program. I teach them, you know, when you, there's a plus sign in a program that usually means you're going to add something there. Yeah, exactly. So anytime you're looking for that, what it was that plus sign? What, how are you going to add? I hit the plus sign. Well, there you yep. go. Yep. What Just happens when you touch those dots? Well, I don't know. Well, touch those dots and find out. Yeah. So Apps change, programs change. I mean, coding languages change, you know, year yep. to year to year. Um, if we just always teach them, this is the coding language you need to low and then it changes. What are they going to do when the next kind of programming comes out? We have to yep. teach them to still be thinkers and learners. So very awesome. So you've had some I do great- teach coding. I teach yeah. coding to kindergarten through fifth grade. Yeah. Um, kindergarten through second grade has a, has the month of code during December Sometimes yeah. November to December, where we go over coding, and then are I you teach to, coding. Are you allowed to do that two months? Yeah. Are you allowed? I know, right? I do a whole year of coding in third through fifth grade. Uh-oh. So, I thought it's only, uh-oh, you're only supposed to do an hour of code. Come no. on, Nancy, you're breaking well, the rules. We did. we did for a couple of years. We did hour of code, but it the kids loved it. And if yeah. a kid comes to me and says, "Kid, this is what really happened," I had a kid come to me and say, "Can I start a robotics club because I want to teach other kids this robot?" And I had another kid. <laughs> that was a third grader. I had a second grader who came and said, I want to teach Minecraft coding. Can I do that? And I said, yes, you can. So we have clubs in the mornings where the kids lead the lessons and I there, I'm there. I take pictures. I tweet it out. I turn the light on. I'm there and I'm usually working, doing something else while they're teaching. And that's what, that's what coding did. We did a little bit of it and they wanted more. And so we just, we, we had, I, I begged and said, can I please teach more? You know, I'm like, I have all this, I had like an hour a day break and I'm like, no, who needs that? I need yeah. to teach more. <laughs> exactly. And, and now I'm, I'm imagining those younger kids are probably looking at those older kids, teaching them to code and thinking mm-hmm. in a couple of years, I could be the one teaching yep. and, and how much exactly. motivation for those kids. Yep. And I have kids who, I, I take kids to ISTE, to the International Society for Technology and Education. Yeah. Um, I took one um, four years ago. The first one I took, she went with my girls building STEAM program and talked to the teachers who were there about how she loves STEAM and STEM stuff now because yep. she got to play so much with it. And her brother was in first grade that year. And he said, when are you going to take me? And I said, well, let's <laughs> think of a topic and we'll figure it out in a couple of years. So he's in fourth grade now and he's going this summer and he's presenting on our robotics program that we have in fourth grade with our Lego wow. robots because he loves it and he wants other people to, to know about it too. So that's what, that's what I've found that um, STEM does is it gives kids a voice. Kids who are usually the quiet ones who um, like my Paula is, she was the quietest kid as she started the robotics club in third grade. And so in fifth grade, we went to ISTE The next year, she was like, now what am I going to do? So I took her to another conference. She begged. She comes in. She'll write up the conference, um, the the proposals and everything. She'll get all of that done. And and so I submitted. And so last summer, I took her and my other girls building steam and my maker kid. And we went to um, Superior Tech for Teachers in Clearwater. And they Uh presented all day long. And I just kind of stood there. And I'm like, hi, I'm Miss Pinchev. And these are my kids. And I want to step out of the way. And they led all of these amazing hands-on sessions on robots and STEM and maker. 
And it was wow. a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah, so exactly. this summer, Paula's going back and doing her program again, her mm -hmm. Lego robot, uh, her um, dash and dot workshop that she does. Yeah. Yep. Um, and Adam's going with her and then Jake and um, Benny are doing Lego robotics. And I had these kids and I say, here, go talk to them. And I just stand there and smile and I cry wow. because I get so excited. How oh, yeah. I yeah. I mean, that is that is incredible, Nancy. I'm, I'm just thinking. So you're going to be at, at ISTE uh, in 20 summer of 2018. Yes. So that people, if they're going to be there, they should they should look for you, Nancy. Nancy, Penches. please. Yes. We have two student poster sessions um, on robotics. Both of them are robotics. And we, that my kids would love to share with you what they have learned and what they've developed through robotics. And not only are they learning it, but they're teaching other kids how to do it. Yeah. They're helping each other. And, and I'm just there as the, the guide on the side kind of thing. I, yeah, exactly. Say that, but that's really what I do. I just kind of stand there and go, okay. And then if some, if one of them is out, then I step in and help. But otherwise I'm just kind of there um, helping them. They're like, I need scissors. Okay, here's some scissors. I need <laughs> this robot to be charged up. Okay, I'll, I'll go plug it in and, wow. and kind of hang out and help them and they lead. And that's that's what I want. I want to create leaders and that's, that's what great. we've been able to do. Wow. So so definitely, uh, educators, if you've been listening to Nancy, uh, Nancy Penchev, uh, you have to be inspired right now for <laughs> amazing stuff that you could be adding to your classroom, getting your kids excited, being being like the leaders in the classroom, having a voice uh, about what they're learning and, and taking the learning and, and running in so many different directions. Um, Nancy, if people want to get a hold of you, uh, definitely they should check you out on, on Twitter, Penchivable, uh, P-N-C-H-E-V. That's how you spell your last name. Mm -hmm. um, you also have nancypenchiv.com. Yes. They, they can contact you through there mm -hmm. and um, just connect with Nancy. Wow. I mean, you could, you could, learn a lot from having her come to your school or your conference. Um, I'll bring my kids and then I'll <laughs> and they can talk to you. That, that is awesome. Um, one, one last thing I want, I want to ask you before you go, but I think we could probably, you know, chat for, you know, a hundred hours. Cause, cause yeah. you're just loving to share all this stuff. In fact, we'll have Nancy on the show again in the future and, and have her give us an update with, with some things. And, um, but if you could have somebody from science, technology, engineering, and math past or present, Come be a guest speaker in your classroom. They actually they might sit on the on, in the chairs and, and listen to some of your kids that, from the sounds of it, but they might want to be the guest. So, uh, you got any ideas? Who would you have come to your classroom? Um, I was completely inspired, of course, by Miss Frizzle because okay. I kind of model myself after her. So, I don't know if that's an acceptable answer. Oh no, that's great. That'd be great. But I would love for Miss Frizzle to come in. I dressed up as her once for Halloween. Yeah, totally loved it. Um, she's my inspiration because that's what I, that's what I want to be. I want to be someone who takes my kids into side their learning. Yeah. And, and I have kids who'll say, Oh, in my other school. And I always think, Oh, that's me. Okay. There we go. And <laughs> you know, I have kids who do some of the same things when I, when I act crazy and, and that's who I am. I'm that crazy wow. teacher who, who comes into every classroom and says, look at my shoes. I have pencil shoes. Look at my shoes. <laughs> and people go, Oh, goodness. Oh, okay. yeah. You're a nerd. Okay. You're, man, are you so geeky? I, I love being yes. called geeky. It's great, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. And I love so. doing that. I love having people get excited. So I that's what I try to do for my teachers, too. And, I, and I'm like, look at this. Look at this. you got to see this. And that's what's important, to get more people to 
be excited. I have kids who came back from sixth grade. They're in um, our school is ECU through 12th grade. Mm-hmm. So I had some sixth graders come back and they'll go, what was that tool that we used before to make the, the picture talk? Yep, said, oh, yep. that's kids. Oh, okay. I'm using that on the project. And off they go. And they'll come yeah. back and say, what was that? What did you use for the green screen? I said, oh, that was doing. Oh, yeah. That's what, okay. And yeah. then they go. And you're, so you're, they come back and they're like, I remember doing that. Can I? And they ask their teachers, can I use this tool? We, we used Buncee this year for the first time in fifth grade. And one of the kids is like, two of the girls called each other over the weekend on their own Sunday. And they're talking to each other. Oh, look, I can do this. I can do this. And that's how they created huh. their next book report. And their teacher's like, I don't know what this is. I'm like, eh, just let them go with it. You let them go let with it. That's you. awesome. Yeah. So and, and it's you're, great. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome, Nancy. So thank you for being that uh, Ms. Frizzle to all those kids. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's so so great hearing uh, hearing about your magic school bus ride uh, every day there in the iLab there in in South Florida. Um, Nancy, it's been great having you on the show. We just we just love hearing all these the excitement, the joy in your voice talking about your kids. I mean that is incredible. Um, thank you on behalf of all those kids and parents. Thank you. Thank you for letting me be on here. I'm excited to be here and share what we're doing and and hopefully get other people excited too. Yeah, so definitely check Nancy out. We'll have uh, all the information in, in the show notes. Check those out and follow Nancy on Penchavillable on Twitter. And uh, it's been great having you on. And uh, thanks again for checking out this episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast. Uh, check out all the great podcasts on SDAC. And we'll talk to you again next time. You're listening to this podcast on the SDAC Broadcasting Network. To find more information about this or other podcast shows, please visit RemarkableChatter.com.